Well, hey, and welcome to another episode of Tree Service Marketing Profits Podcast here on Monday. Thanks for joining us. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and like and subscribe to our channel. If you're on the podcast, listen to it on any of your favorite players and join our free Facebook group, Tree Service Marketing Secrets, if you want to learn more tips about tree service marketing, advertising, and kind of how to get more customers from the internet. Today, we've got Sarah with Quality Diversified Services with us, and she's going to share the business story of Quality Diversified Services, who does a lot of tree work and other related tree service type related services. And uh, they've been while, uh, around quite some time. So Sarah, welcome aboard. Thanks for joining today. Thanks for having me, Wesley. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it was great. It's, it's also, it's just always really fun to talk about the business and how you guys got started, what you guys are doing. So um, thanks for sharing. Other people are going to get a lot of value out of this. So where did you guys, or kind of when did you guys get started and kind of tell me a little bit about the business and how everything's going now? Okay. So um, we're family owned and operated. Um, my dad started the company back in 1993. So we'll be 31 this year. Um, and uh, he started as a lawn maintenance company, actually, which I've found that a lot of guys in this industry have started there and kind of made their little pipeline transition over to tree work. Um, but it's kind of a unique story of how we got started. So he started as lawn maintenance and um, he at the time had four children, very young children, and kind of saw a need to put food on the table. Uh, so he pretty much would do whatever it took to get food on the table. Um, I have personally had very, very early memories of like going out and helping him plant flowers or lay pine straw, you know, just whatever it took kind of situation. Um, and then over the years, he found that people would come to him and say, hey, like, I really appreciate the work that you do. You do great work. Uh, do you know how to hang a ceiling fan? Do you know how to like, can you change like my sink or something? You know, so he kind of also got into other other things like handyman related stuff, kind of. But lawn maintenance always stuck. So he, you know, pursued that. And my brothers grew up in that. Um, and then as they got older, they kind of started taking over kind of the uh, the physical labor part, and he would do more of the sales part. Um, there was that one brings back a lot of memories that brings back a lot of memories of my childhood because my dad had a uh, a plumbing company for <clears throat> over thirty years, and so I would go out. And I was kind of the helping hand, you know, on the weekends or sometimes when school was out in the summertime. So I had similar experiences working with my oh, dad's yeah. company. Yeah, I have um, this one memory. I don't know how old I was. I was probably about seven or eight. And we were in our family station wagon. <laughs> it was very late at night. We were going to clean an office, like an office building. So people just saw that he had a servant's heart and he just very much wanted to serve. Um, and they just asked him to do a lot of stuff. And he always said yes. And if he didn't know how to do it, he just figured it out along the way. And um, yeah, it, it really did get us to where we are today with that whole attitude and that whole mindset. So it's really good um, in that capacity, you know, but um, kind, kind of how we got into tree work is uh, they had gotten hired by a local city to do a larger tree job. So in lawns, you know, you do like small tree trimming jobs and stuff like that, but they got hired to do a larger one. And at the time they had like an old late 80s 12 inch chipper and uh, like a dump truck, you know, and it's like 2012, maybe at that point. Um, so it was sufficient to what they needed. 
but they got into the job. It was some Leland cypresses. And I mean, you know, Leland's, they get kind of big. So they found out they were a little bit over their heads. Um, so one of my younger brothers, Joseph, went to my dad and said, hey, I see tree work being really lucrative. I think it's a good, good move transition for our company to get into that a little bit heavier than what we currently do. And my dad was like, okay, well, let's stand out. You know, like, what can we do to stand out? So he did a lot of research. And um, in a week, like about a week's time, they spent about a million dollars that we didn't really have. <laughs> um, they bought the uh, BIK-126 grapple saw truck, the crane, yep. and a 2131 Moorbark chipper uh, within a week. So it was pretty pretty big transition from yeah, doing yeah let's go get yeah. this equipment. so uh, obviously there was some demand there like you guys had some customers kind of starting to come out of the woodwork that needed tree service yes. I guess that was yes. kind of moving up a little bit yeah and at that point we weren't really doing any like intentional marketing other than just like word of mouth and lots of faith and prayer <laughs> and uh so so after that they got into um doing the mail outs, uh, tree leads today. So currently we do still use tree leads today and it's, it's phenomenal. We really do like their, their, um, premise and everything. Um, and then social media, you know, word of mouth, all those good things. Um, I am constantly, constantly trying to educate myself further in the marketing world because I have zero background in marketing. So I am uh, I am the sales and marketing director, and I know that's a little ironic, but you know. Well, that's great. That's a good backstory. I mean, a lot of people that we've talked to before, just other conversations I've had in the past, a lot of people do get started in kind of the lawn care or the landscaping side of things. And eventually, for whatever reason, they either get the tree service bug or it just kind of leads them in that direction at some point. Um, and like you said, they'll do some light tree trimming and things like that. But they're constantly having to pass up on certain business with the trees that are maybe taller or removal or land clearing or things like that, that are more profitable and they don't have the equipment to do it. So they start kind of thinking, I think that light bulb goes off. It's like, well, I think if I branched off and did tree service, then I might be able to do higher ticket jobs, maybe less jobs and stay busy doing that as opposed to the smaller landscaping or lawn care type projects. And we hear that all the time. People just kind of a natural pivot sometimes, you know, is that kind of how it was for you guys? So you guys were doing the lawn care, the landscaping, and then, well, it looks like we need to get into the tree service niche now, it looks like. Yeah, it was very much a, um, like our customers had a need and we wanted to be able to give them service, you know, like we wanted to be able to serve them in that capacity. So um, it was kind of a win-win and, you know, sometimes it's uh it's a little scary sometimes because I go out um and do the estimates and everything and I've seen some jobs where I'm like mm, <laughs> I've got to bring this to my brothers you know so I do I do the sales and the leads and everything and um I actually just started working for my dad's company full time about two years ago. So I'm kind of new in it, but um, I learn something new every day and I really do love what I do. Um, but like I said, I'm always trying to gain more marketing knowledge. And um, yeah, so I, I really, I like your podcast a lot. 
and I appreciate it because I have listened to other people's testimonies about how they got into it and what they do for marketing. And it, it really does help to hear how other people um, implement their creativity and get new customers and take care of old customers and keep um, return customers. That's a big one. So yeah. I liked over the holiday season, I, I was like out going door to door, bringing Christmas baskets to people and stuff. So I just want to make people feel appreciated for, for hiring us. Yeah, that's a great angle, actually. That's that's a good one. Um, yeah, that's a lot of the questioning that we do and some of the conversation topics, you know, during these podcast interviews is just helpful to kind of see all the different things you can do for marketing and some things you don't even really think about until somebody else brings it up. Or maybe you thought about yeah. it five years ago one time and just forgot about it. And so talking about it and keeping it keeping it to the front, um, it helps everybody kind of just have those ideas to, to get more customers coming through the door. So what type of... Um, maybe customer who's kind of like your ideal customer nowadays, like who do you guys service mainly or what, like what's the mixed bag of customers? Um, so we, we like any customer, obviously mm -hmm. um, we appreciate them all. We really market towards currently we market towards residential and municipalities. Um, so there's a couple local cities that we do a lot of work for. Um, so we, we really like, large trees. Um, we do a good bit of tree trimming, but it, it is mainly tree removal that we do. And then with like our, our forestry mulching, um, we like to get in with certain cities and, um, sorry, we like to get their, their ponds. So that's always a good one because those are kind of regulated and we can put it on a schedule. Um, but we do like return customers too. We're always grateful for people who come back to us and are loyal. And, um, but like I said, I'm grateful for any customer. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so a residential kind of maybe the, the ones that you're marketing to kind of the bread and butter, maybe. And then you have the government municipalities. I think that's a very smart mix because some people get caught up in just all in and one side of the business, like either yeah, all yeah. commercial, all government contracts, they're massive contracts mm -hmm. sometimes, but any little thing that happens can throw your business completely off, you know, off the rails. Right. So exactly. it's like good to have a big mixed bag of customer base. And I think the residential is good. That's good for repeat and referral business. There's a lot of ways to do that with email marketing, text marketing, mail outs like you did, or just, you know, thank you cards, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then also with the government contracts, yeah, that'll kind of keep you busy during the slow season a lot of times too, because you have this like work that's already on the calendar coming up next quarter or the quarter after, so I think that's a really smart mix. And, and we always kind of talk to customers about that, you know, go after those types of contracts that you can solidify because a residential could, it's, it's more of like a roller coaster, I think. Like sometimes it's really busy and then sometimes it yeah. might be slower. So it's good to do yeah. some of those maintenance jobs, I think, in the slower season like now, right? Yes, yes, definitely, definitely like right now. And I know like we're, you know, we're in that good kind of sweet spot in the South where it doesn't get too cold and we don't really get snowed out. But I know a lot of guys up north are it, it's it's heavy snow up there and that's rough. So yeah. I am grateful for our location, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We So it, looks, it seems like about, you know, midway up the U.S. and south, they stay pretty busy year round. There, there's some slow spots. I mean, the phone kind of slows down after Thanksgiving, as you probably know, yeah. and then yeah. through Christmas and New Year's. And then people finally get back on their feet when the kids are back in school and it starts mm -hmm. kind of back to normal. But yeah, up north, I mean, some of those guys do pivot and do like commercial snow plowing and things like that, because the residential ones, it seems to be kind of just a, a trip that you go out to and it's just a small job. 
So they typically want to get the commercial ones where they can come back weekly or monthly every time it's right. snowing. But that's kind of a big service up north uh, for a lot of our clients. And then in the south, but like you said, I mean, most people stay pretty busy, especially in Florida. It's pretty year round down there. Yeah. Except for in certain little pockets of like northern part of the state. Yeah. But yeah. that's good. So a good mixed bag of different types of clients. And then what what do you, what do you guys do? Do you guys have like a CRM where you put all of your customers into like a database? So, yeah, um, currently I use uh, QuickBooks and I have like a calendar spread where it's like a digital calendar. Um, so I I use JotForm a lot to create my work orders. Um, we played around with a couple different um, couple different venues like um, I don't remember. I haven't really settled on one. So if there's anybody yeah. out there listening that wants to sell your CRM, <laughs> I'm your perfect target. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we have a partner uh, affiliate link with um, Jobber. They're kind of one of the, you know, minimum viable product. It's good to have everybody in the database. You can send out your invoices, your estimates and all that one, you know, software. Yeah. Yeah. I think with like the minimum program, you can have it for like five users. So people out in the field, the sales marketing, you know, department, the office manager, the, you know, the crew people out, they can all be kind of logged into the same app and then you yeah. can find the customers and stuff. So that's one of them. There's Arbor Gold, Single Ops, um, Arbor, Ar Arbo Star. That's another mm -hmm. one that's kind of catered just to the tree service industry. But yeah, I think any of them, if you just pick one and go with it, I think it just helps you kind of really organize the business, you know, right. and it right. helps for sure. You know, I definitely need to pick one because um, what I've got right now is working for me and it works for, you know, my crews and everything. And um, it's good. But it, we're about to get a new salesperson on and I want her to be um, I want it to work for her, too. I don't want to just go off of what works just for me, obviously. So, yeah, um, I definitely do need to get into one of those. I think we had Jobber for a little while or I was doing like the free trial of Jobber. Um, but yeah, I need to look back into that. It's just something that I I like. Another but learning I, curve. It's another I, learning I, curve. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Something else to figure out. Yeah. The long run, you know, it really helps. It's just tough to kind of switch and pivot what you're doing today to kind of doing something different. But it yeah. does definitely help. We see like the, the most explosive growth of people that at least have that in place, too, because it just helps everything kind of be more synergistic. Like everybody's on the same page, you know, with like. Right the customers, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what would you say right now? I think you had mentioned like direct mail with tree leaves today. Is that pretty much your most profitable marketing channel, would you say? It is. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, we do get a lot of referrals from, you know, customers that we get through that. Um, I would say, well, actually I did an analytics on it for 2023 and um, we did... I think we had about 10% of our customers were either repeat or referrals, which is, is pretty good, you know. Um, but the majority, I think about 78% came from tree leads today. Good deal. Yeah. If you're blanketing the community, blanketing the zip codes with pieces of mail, people have to get that whether they ask for it or not. So yeah. they're going to open their mailbox and they're going to see you guys right there. Hey, give us a call. So those work really well for branding and saturation and things like that too. Um, that's awesome. Okay. And um, anything that you've like tried and then probably maybe stopped doing because it just wasn't working maybe in the past? Um, hmm, let's see. 
tried Google ads yourself or any of any of those other uh, we tried home advisor or anything like that? Don't tell my sales rep this, but we tried to do our own mail outs and I, I don't think we did enough of them or maybe the area wasn't right. Um, so it was just like, you know, I, that was kind of a weird, that was like a weird one, but, um, I don't know. Signs, do you guys put out signs in the yards that you're doing the jobs in and stuff like that? Yep, we do. And then as long as it's, it doesn't say like no soliciting neighborhood, we usually go kind of like door to door and put like door hangers. Um, that one is kind of hit or miss, honestly, because I, I don't think I've gotten a few estimates, like I've gotten a few leads from that, but nobody ever like went with it, I guess. Um, so that was an interesting one. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I really want, I made a goal for 2024 to be like my marketing year. So 2023 was like my really heavy sales year. And I know they go hand in hand often, but I want 2024 to be very intentional marketing. Um, so I got a few things on the, on the board coming down, you know? Um, so it's hard to say, cause I haven't really, really tried anything new from what we've been doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's working is what's working. It's, it's helping. So, yeah. yeah, I got some things in the works, so we'll Good. see. Maybe, maybe next year I can come back on and we'll, we'll see how it worked. Yeah, absolutely. We always like a follow up, um, just kind of see what the update is. Now, as far as like getting online reviews, do you guys have any process or tools that you're using for that? We ask people. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's number so, one right there. We ask people and whenever I send my thank you cards out, I was going to see, I think I have some around here. I'm going to show you. So when I, I send these thank you cards out, so oh, it's just nice. like a regular, you know, QDS tree works. And I, I write yeah. a handwritten note on the inside and then on the back, it has this QR code and it brings you straight to our Google reviews. So nice. I send it out to every customer we service. And then um, I let them know like, Hey, you know, there's a QR code back there. If you, you want to go and leave us a review, we really appreciate it. So we've gotten a good bit from that. This is, I, I highly recommend a handwritten note. If you have time to sit down and just write a, Hey, thank you. We appreciate you. That, that works for me. It, That's it's probably it's great really for good. referrals. Yeah. I'm sure that yeah. helps with referrals too. Cause it's like that yeah. personal touch, you know, that you really exactly. care. And then when a storm comes in, like if we've got a storm coming in the day before or like two days before, I'll call some of our customers and just like, hey, just want to check in. You know, do you guys need anything? Are y'all OK? I those kind of check in calls. I don't always go in with the mindset of like, I've got to sell something. I'm looking out for you. Like, I want to make sure that you're OK, you know, and they appreciate that. And then they think about me whenever they got trees. So perfect. That's what you want to do is just be in front of them constantly. So a couple of things there. That's really good information. So I love the QR code. Everybody learned how to use those during COVID because they had yeah. to. You go to the restaurants. So like, look, I mean, our menus over here on this. You got to scan this. We're not, we don't have any physical menus. It's like, oh, OK. So everybody yeah. learned how to use them finally. But that's the great, you know, great option to send out thank you cards, have it there. Another place to have it is you can put like a little canned response on every invoice that goes out. You know, and it says, oh, yeah. thank you yeah. so much for your business. You know, do we give you five-star service? If you could, if you could click on this link and leave us a five-star review, we'd greatly appreciate it. It really helps our phone ring and people make the right decision on the tree company locally that they want to use. Something like that, right? Just yeah. rework, you know, from your business. And then another thing is you can simply just go into your Google business profile. And if you click on reviews, it'll have a little link. that says, get more reviews. 
And you can literally copy and paste that little short link and just text it to your customers every time you're on a job. Say, hey, you know, do we give you five-star service? If so, would you mind just giving us a quick five-star review? Even if you just highlight the five-star and hit submit, that would help us tremendously. And yep. they go, yeah, sure. But then sometimes they can't find it or they don't. Yeah. So if you'll do it on the job too sometimes or have the crew lead do it on the job, you can even incentivize them 10 bucks for every five-star review. But you could give oh, yeah. them that QR code too on like a piece of paper that just has like, you know, um, quality, you know, your, your business name. Mm -hmm. And then you could have, did we give you five-star service really large? And then put like five stars, like just have like a, you know, five-star logos right there. And then put scan here to leave us a review. And then they, like while they're on the job paying the invoice or whatever, they could just do it right there. That's so just, a good idea. Yeah. Other little tricks, just because the more you ask, the more you'll get them. Exactly. And some clients get 10 or 20 of those a month, you know, if they really focus on it. It's just a numbers game, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Um, the the in the invoice, we do that too. Absolutely. I think that's such a good that's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you'll get them here and there. I mean, even if you get like three to five reviews a month, they yeah. really add up over the course of a year, two years, five years. I mean, you're gonna be doing business anyway. So exactly. you know, usually when you get a hundred, two hundred, four hundred reviews, you're just boat racing the competition. And when you get that far ahead, your Google map listing is likely going to show number one for most of your local area keywords for people search for tree service. It's going to show in the local service ads, the Google guaranteed ads, all that stuff. So it helps everything. So we Absolutely. always suggest doing that, you know. Uh, well, cool. So we learned about the past where you guys started lawn care, landscaping, things like that. It's a family business. Everybody's plugged into the company. Yep. And um, you started in the tree service space, kind of getting the equipment really going all in in 2012. So about about 11 or 12 years now. Um, yeah. So I, we got our crane in 2019. Um, so we've had our crane for, oh gosh, how many years ago is that? Was that like four years ago? Yeah, yeah about four years. Um, yeah, so we've had our crane for about four years, but I guess about 10-ish years ago is when they really started thinking that whole, like, this needs to happen. Um, but when they decided it, it happened immediately. That's great. So now yeah. would you say you're doing mostly tree service type work? Yeah, no, yes, yes. We don't do lawn maintenance anymore. Okay, so kind of phased out of that, totally yeah. went with the tree service work, get, you know, the residential, the government municipalities that repeat work. That's really, really good. What are you guys looking to do in the future? Like, what are some of the things that your goals are? Where are you guys headed down the road? So, um, some of our goals in the tree company, uh, we want to continue to grow. We want to continue growing, uh, our crews, making sure that we can have, we can be in multiple places at one time. Um, we want to grow in our, um, we call it eco control is our other division, basically, where it's vegetation management. Um, I also do sales and marketing for another company that's insurance billing. So we're growing that as well. Um, we're also, well, I know you that didn't insurance ask billing on the tree side, like for emergency yeah. type work. Yep. Yep. So that's global insurance billing. And we, you know, we bill for contractors across the state or across the country, actually. Um, and we're hoping to obviously continue growing. That is, is, you know, a big part of a part of what we do as yeah. well as our tree company. So 
Yeah. And then um, we just opened a hydraulic supply company. So we're growing that too. <laughs> and we just don't plan on stopping. We're just going to keep going and doing whatever people need. As long as there's a need, we're going to find a way to meet people's needs. Hence the name, Diversified, right? Exactly. A lot of different things. So the global insurance building, that's pretty cool. So anybody across the U.S. that has a storm come through, is that kind of what? So they can yep. then contact you to help build the insurance company or get that going? Yes. So we provide contracts for all 50 states and we're full service. So um, as soon as, you know, you get into our program, you become a member. Um, I do sales support so that if you have questions about how to sell the contract to your homeowners, that kind of stuff, I can help you with all that. We make sure you have all the forms you need. And then we deal with the adjusters. We deal with the insurance company and um, you just continue doing your trade job, which is what you do best. So I'm not a claims handler. I just do the sales part of it. So I'm not in the office. We have a whole separate office of people. That's all they do is the claims handling. And uh, they're good at it. And I would want to do it. <laughs> yeah. So it's just pretty much like any, so people get plugged into you guys. How do, you, how do people find you guys or contact you guys about that? Or you just built up a name in the industry? Yeah, so we have built up our name in the industry. Um, we've got a good online presence, um, a lot of Facebook marketing, honestly, which is, you know, um, we're just getting into our second year right now of this company. Um, so we do, you know, phone call marketing. I'll do like cold calls, which, you know, is, is okay. Um, I've gotten some good business from it, but I know people don't always like to answer cold calls. So, you know, uh, but we have a good online presence and we know a lot of people in the industry and, um, yeah, it's, it's good. I've got some, some marketing ideas for that too coming down in 2024. So. Awesome. Well, you guys are into, yeah. get your hands on a lot of different things. That's really cool. So, yes. So the tree works quality, uh, <laughs> diversified services, um, now, have you, now, with the vegetation management, is that mainly with like governments, municipalities when you're mentioning that? We do residential, too. Um, I've had a lot of people. So like if you if your backyard is overgrown with like thickets or briars or whatnot, um, we would come in and clear that out. And um, I've had a lot. I I've, we've done a lot of residential. Um, it's it's a really good way for people to reclaim their their land and take back their backyard, you know. Yeah, it's kind of a, a mini version of land clearing or forestry mulching, I would assume. So some of the same equipment. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then for the growth, that's really cool. Interesting. Well, that's awesome. You guys do a lot of different things and looking to grow the business by putting in the new marketing channels. And like we usually tell our clients, I mean, it's, it's basically a multitude of different marketing channels um, going mm -hmm. simultaneously that really helps kind of, you know, um, increase or kind of um, substantially increase your inbound lead flows, just being more visible on like every channel that everybody's on. And it kind of all starts working together because then your branding takes hold too, which yeah, then yeah. creates a, you know, a memory in people's heads. And then they just remember to call you. So it's the wrapped trucks, you know, with all your branding on the trucks, because that gets hundreds or perhaps thousands of impressions a day, just riding along the streets, the signs, you know, being online, being on social media, being in people's inbox with email newsletters, just helpful updates about tree service or what you guys have been up to, that type of thing. Text marketing. So another thing, too, you were mentioning when a storm comes through, you'll call some of your existing clients. That's really good. Another thing you can do as well, if you have a database of everybody, you can literally send a text blast to everybody 
the night before or the day of a storm. Oh, And yeah. hi, this is quality diversified services. As a repeat customer, you know, we have an emergency response team in your area. Give us a call if you have any tree damage, you know, something like Yeah. that. Um, that really works. That's very powerful because you're touching everybody instantly, you know, and text messages, Yeah. are, I think 98% open rate, um, whereas email is probably 30%. So that's a Yeah. really good angle too, you know, if you get to that point. That's a good idea. I like that. So everybody's information that you have, you just kind of store it in a database and, you know, whether it's, you know, single ops, Arbor Gold, Jobber, or any of the, any of the ones, I mean, there's several Right. of them out. It helps you kind of streamline that process and do that. So, well, awesome. Is there any other kind of parting words or wisdom that you'd like to share with uh, other tree companies that maybe, you know, maybe they're just getting started out or maybe they're, you know, they've gotten a lot out of this so far. Maybe they want another, another piece of wisdom. Yeah, I, I would just say the main thing is just keep going. Um, some days it's rejection after rejection and don't let it get to you. <laughs> um, but also just make sure that you have a heart for your customers because um, at the end of the day, that's what matters is them and their need. Um, and they'll know if you're genuine. So keeping that genuinity and um, just don't don't give up. That's right. Yeah, that's that's really this the the grit of being a business owner, right? And just keeping going and persevering and not not ever giving up. Well, thanks so much for being on today. I know people will get a lot of value out of this. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Well, have a great day, everybody. If you're listening, if you got value, comment below this video if you're on YouTube and ask a question. Happy to answer those. Sarah was gracious enough to give us her time today and talk about quality diversified services and where they're going, where they've been, how they got started. Uh, so again. Until the next uh, episode, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks. Thank you.